guys, welcome to The Bite. It's our first podcast, my name is Dean, and I'm sitting here with Craig. What's going on? Um, let me tell you a little something. Uh, I think we're going to be on SoundCloud, but the first thing I was thinking about the other week, I was watching, you know, kind of in the depths of the interweb, and I came across uh, some uh, some uh, some SoundCloud podcasts, as well as the podcast app on my iPhone, as you guys know, iPhone users, the, the mass majority of you. We don't use a lot of those default apps, so I thought the podcast app was rather odd, but until I had stumbled upon a, some previous shows and listened to a few, I was like, wow, you know what? This isn't a bad idea. I should get in on this. Why not? So I uh, texted Craig, as we often do, and I said, man, we should definitely try out a podcast, and he said, yeah, why not? And this is kind of where we are, and now this is the bite. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first topic today we have is dreams. Dreams. See, that's a good topic, because uh, as I sip on this Joe here, I I recollect us in previous conversations. It's just kind of natural. We always talk about, well, not really me so much. I don't have dreams that frequently, but you do. Yeah, I, I tend to have dreams quite often. Couple times a week. See, I don't. I think I feel like I have a dream maybe once a week. I, you know, I think I more so have the dreams where I kind of don't know what I'm talking. Like I don't recall the dream. Yeah, yeah. I think I kind of just like maybe got like a thought, and then I kind of wake up, and uh, that was it. I feel like it was mostly darkness. See, I wish that I could have more dreams. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, my my dreams tend to be pretty vivid, so. Well, let's t- tell us about one. Well, uh... Tell us about a good one. Tell, let's hear a new one. Let's hear uh, something... Or, let's hear about uh, an old one that's a little odd. Maybe right. one that I don't know. Let me, tr- let me try and think of an old one. So, uh... Yeah, so I was sitting down, eating dinner with my parents. Okay. It was pizza night. How old is this dream? Mm, maybe, like, five, six years. Oh, jeez, okay. And so I was sitting down at dinner. It was pizza night. It was a Thursday night. And, uh, you know, we were sitting down, and I decided to get up. I had to go to the bathroom, so I went to the bathroom. And uh, when I came out, it was completely dark. (laughs) So I started to back up slowly. I was calling for my parents, but there was no answer. And then, as I was backing up, I heard a demonic voice behind me say my name, and then I woke up. This is a real dream? Yeah, and then I woke up, like, shrieking. That was a real dream? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Was it demonic, like, yeah. was it like, oh, Jesus. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, not not my favorite dream, but I also, uh, when I was in, like, first grade, I had a fish. His name was Fishy. And I used to have dreams about him dying, and then he his spirit would follow me around at school. He would, like, swim through the air, and he would speak to me in a human voice and say that he was in a better place, <laughs> and it would comfort me. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Was that, wait, the fish died though in first grade? No, it died when I was in sixth grade. I got it. First grade you had a dream about a fish? Yeah, well, it was the same fish. I got it right before first grade, and then it died at the end of sixth grade. Huh. So like five years previously, it was already telling you that it was dead. Yeah. That's odd. I guess so. Maybe it was preempting you for his death. Probably. Yeah, I used to cry when I had those dreams, but... (laughs) See, I... I've never had a dream like that, I don't think, but I do remember a few 
very odd dreams. Yeah. Very peculiar. I feel like I've told you them before. Shout out to Bennett Mountain, wherever he is, son of Stu. Uh, he's very equal, if you guys don't know about him. But, he is uh, the most equal kid in the nation. He's very equal. Um, anyway, I think this is a good dream. Is it? Well, no. It's good-ish. It's so random. Um, I was upstairs in my room. This is back when I was like maybe five. Up on the third floor. So I was adjacent to my sister and my parents' room and at the time. Uh, I woke up and I was being chased. Very classic cliche dream, yeah, yeah. getting chased. So that kind of ramping up anxiety was happening. And so I jumped and hid into my parents' room, but no one was home. So I was hiding under the blanket and I was getting chased by Slappy the Dummy from Goosebumps. Which <laughs> is really scary. And then I was getting chased by uh, Michael Myers. Yep, he was there too. And then Willy Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka was inside of a robot. <laughs> it was really yeah. and Chucky. Oh yeah. So it was really scary. Somehow the robot fit through the doorway too, like everyone else. He was just a little bit bigger, but Willy Wonka was the same size. So I don't really understand how that made any sense. But that was really freaking scary, and I almost died. In the yeah. I just I I remember them emerging onto me. And alongside that dream, I also had another crazy dream. It always seems to be chasing dreams. Like, a couple houses down, I was getting chased. You know? Uh, yeah, I was like, it was, I was with, like, friends, but they weren't, like, friends that were real. Was, yeah, like, yeah. Like, a group from, like, like, uh... What's that movie? Like, the kids find a dead body. It's, like, a really old classic. It's, it's Stephen King wrote it. Uh, I was gonna say The Goonies, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Goonies. It's like, ah, oh, dude, I don't even know. People are gonna butcher me if they know what I'm talking about. But whatever, that's not the point. I was with a bunch of kids like that, fake kids. They weren't even real. They were just something kind of like Stranger Things. And I'm getting, and we're chilling in like this like old guy's front porch. And we're just chilling. It's like a screen porch, and like a bunch of like old men, like are like not old men, like creepy men. Are like chasing us through the house like we buggy up the road and we broke into and like in the dream people in the dream like we broke into someone's like back porch and we were running like throughout houses like in ferris bueller like jumping through like living rooms like running through yards and every house we went into the guy was in the house like already oh shit yeah it was not a good dream it was kind of scary but it seems like they're always chasing dreams yeah. i wish i had a more eventful oh actually one dream that's not a chasing dream was when uh I don't recollect a lot of the dream at all. I only remember like the last two lines of the dream. Yeah. But I'll never forget the dream. And I was on a cloud like, like in heaven. I was like on a cloud laying down and Corbin Blue was sitting Corbin next Blue to me. from high school musical. Was sitting next to me and he goes, Yeah man, I've never been to the beach before. <laughs> And I go, you never been to the beach? And the dream just ends. Yeah, I, I had a dream one time. I've told you this dream before. So, I, uh, you and Bennett hit me up to play Frisbee. And uh, so, I pull up to what I thought was Mittenegg Park, but it was a dream version. And it was actually a gravel road. So, I get out of my car and I'm walking down the road. And then, uh, you and Bennett aren't there, but I kind of... I walk down the trail a little bit and I, I get into the woods 
and there's a bunch of random people from school there. And uh, there's a rapper who's performing there on some kind of like KEXP session. So he's there with like a camera crew and he's sitting in this chair and he's dressed very rustic, you know, flannel. He's got boots on. He's just chilling there. I'm chilling with these random people from school up on this hill. Mind yeah. you, listeners, these if, if we were disclosing names, this is the most random abundance of people I think we could ever come up with. So uh, we're all sitting up on this hill, and we're going to watch this rapper perform. And we're kind of maybe like 10 yards away from him. And uh, he says to the camera crew, uh, I'm going to perform my next song, which is Pizza Hi Hi the Video. And then I woke up from that dream knowing exactly how to spell Pizza Hi Hi the Video. It was... There's a very obscure spelling. <laughs> I just think that dream is so classic just because it's called the video. Yeah. But it's a song. Alright guys, we're performing Pizza Hi Hi. Was that H-I or H-I-G-H? It was H-I-G-H. It was no spaces. It was pizza with a capital P. High with a capital H. Exclamation point. High lowercase. And then dash the video. <laughs> And, but I, I never got to the point of the dream where he actually performed it, so I don't know what it sounds like. But I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was good. Yeah. Actually, I'm sure it was... Actually, speaking of music, guys, just a little self-promotion. Listen to Craig's single, Dry Fit. Dry Fit, yeah. Album coming out sometime in May. Uh, it should be nice. Dude, it's a good end to senior year right now. School's winding down. Podcast is coming up. Thank God. Album is dropping. Oh yeah. Coffee is brewing. The su- the sun is nice. Running is running is happening. Frisbees are getting thrown. Oh yeah. Shorts are coming out. What more can I say at a time like this? Not much more, honestly. But I still have plenty more because we still have a while to go on the podcast. So, because I do have plenty more to say. On the topic of shorts coming out, uh, what are your your shorts of choice? <laughs> well, actually, that's a great. Actually, that's a really... Okay. Well, I think for all shorts, speaking for me to start, just a rule of thumb, I am not a short to the knee guy, past the knee. Yeah. Shorts above the above knee Above the knee time. for sure, yeah. And that is to all men. Yeah. I think you should start cutting the shorts down a little bit. We can't be walking around with shorts that are basically pants. I feel that, yeah. I'm not a big cargo short guy either. No, yeah. Ah. Uh. Not really my style. No. Khaki shorts. Athletic shorts. Yeah. I think that's all cool. Um, I'm a big fan of sweat shorts. Sweat shorts are awesome. Cut off sweatpants. Homemade sweat shorts are very good too. Don't have to buy like $40 sweat shorts from American Eagle. Not a sponsor. No. You know, you can just make your own. Buy yeah. some Nike ones. They get small cut and make some shorts. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I definitely prefer the uh, tying the pants. The over, elastic? Yeah, the elastic over the... Uh, the zipper and button. Yeah, and you know what I don't like? You know, people used to always, you know, hand out L's left and right to jean shorts. Yeah. But last year I saw people wearing jean shorts again. Dude, no. Put the jean shorts away. <laughs> I don't care. They're not cool. They'll never be cool. Uh, girls, okay, jean shorts is different. Well, yeah, it's a, that's a completely different story. Do your thing. It's okay. Girls... Jean shorts, rock what you want. Guys, jean shorts, put it away. Yeah. I don't care if they're cuffed, I don't care if they're long. I don't want to see them on you. Can't really, yeah. The, the denim... The, the denim shorts just don't look right. I feel like I shouldn't see 
half your legs covered with dental and half of them covered with like hairy skin. It's just gross. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look comfortable. Yeah, I feel not, like I chafe looking at you. Not conducive to being stylish. That's for sure. <laughs> no. Unless you're Guy Fieri. I feel like he could once. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he, he's a different story. He's a whole nother animal. I feel like he can pull off a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah, he wears the, the flame polo shirts. Button <laughs> he has ups. a lot of those. <laughs> and like the little glasses. Yeah, the frosted tips. Have you ever seen that picture of him without frosted tips? No. It's horrible. Oh, I want to look that up on my um, phone actually as we speak. What do I? What should I Google? Should I look up Guy Theory without frosted tips? Yeah. You know, Guy Theory though, to his credit, no matter how obscure his clothing is, it works for him. Surprisingly enough. Yeah, he's got a. Oh, holy shit! That's awful. Look at that. Oh my god, that's not him. That is not. <laughs> that's not him. That's just a a, a crime to society. That's not him. That is him. That's totally him. That's him? Yeah. Why would that not be him? They have the same face. Look at that. It's side by side. What? Yeah. Alright, guys. Just saying, right? When you're done, Guy Fieri without frosted tips, that's a Google search you need to make. It's sad. Wow. It's sad. It's not a good thing to see. Wow. He doesn't even look like the same human. No, not at all. He looks like, uh, I don't know. Take back what I said then. He looks like he'd own like, like a rodeo franchise, <laughs> kind of. I take back what I said. The frosted tips is what he needs. Oh, absolutely. That's, the, that's his signature. The chain and the frosted, the, the big silver jewelry, the frosted tips, the glasses, the... Just the everything. The blonde patch on the goatee. Guy Fieri, keep it going. I think we need to keep it going because I don't know if I can go back to that other look. I want to see Guy Fieri, 65 years old, rocking the frosted tips is what I want. Yeah, no, he's got to do it. He's one of those celebrities that's just uh, iconic because he's obscure, you know? I think it's that, yeah. Not even, not even because his reputation is random. I think it's more so because... His presentation is so odd. Yeah. Not like he's that weird though. It's not like it's like weird. He looks fine. Yeah. He doesn't look bad or anything. It's just kind of ridiculous. It's very flamboyant. Yeah, but uh, I think it, it suits him. Because he's worse off without the frosted tips and the... Which is weird. Yeah. Because I, I feel like no one is better off with frosted tips. Yeah, but if anything, it's it's harder to take him seriously when he's not, you know... In his normal attire. Like normal to us attire? Like the blonde? Yeah, attire. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because normal him is just looks more ridiculous. It's odd that the normal <laughs> him is like the weird him. <laughs> but the, but the, the more flamboyant Guy Fieri is. Yeah. Is the normal him. I think as a person though, he's probably a good guy. Yeah. If he wants to hop on the show and talk, I'm glad to take an interview. You know who looks less ridiculous these days though? Who? Chris Angel Mind Freak. Have you seen him recently? I have not seen him recently. I'll, br I'll bring up a, a more recent picture, but uh, you know, he used to rock the, the big skull necklace, had the emo haircut, barefoot, but uh, these uh, these days he's rocking that, that uh, you know, side whoa! buzz. Yeah, it looks completely different. Okay, Chris Angel. Yeah, it looks... He dappered up a bit. Yeah, he's a bit of stubble. You know, he's a better looking guy. See... 
I, I'm a big fan of the Guy Fieri, the Guy Fieri, the Chris Angel chain, the one that is linked together not by, not by a normal like locket or not a locket, whatever they call it that clips the chain together. Yeah. I like how he uses real handcuffs. Yeah. He yeah. Just rocks them around the neck. See, that actually makes sense then because even the two people were looking ridiculous and whatnot. Those two kind of personas, or whatever it may be. For those two people, Guy Fieri and Chris Angel, they work for them. Yeah. Which is odd. I don't think Guy Fieri makes music, though. Like, Chris Angel makes music. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess Chris Angel... Does he have an actual album, or just did he make the theme song? I think he just collaborated with Korn. Mm. They both have interesting jobs, though. I feel like Guy Fieri's job is kind of awesome. Yeah. Because, yeah. sign me up. Chris Angel just gets to do fake magic for a lot of money. <laughs> Illusions. You know who does real magic though? Well, not really magic, but who actually performs like stunts? Who? David Blaine. Does he really? Yeah, he actually held a world record uh, at one point for the longest time holding your breath underwater. All right, Siri. Thanks for interrupting the bite. Siri, come on. All right, Craig, continue. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, David Blaine once held a world record for longest time holding your breath underwater. It was nice. Really? Yeah, yeah. He did it on live. Well, I don't know. He. Had multiple attempts, a couple on live television. I'm not sure if his actual record was live, but actually, no. Yeah, it was. I watched it. Is this the video of him in like a bubble? Yeah. <laughs> Why is, oh my god. Yeah, and like when he gets close to the end, he starts convulsing and shit. It's pretty awesome. Oh my gosh! I'm just if you just Google image David Blaine's stunt, <laughs> there are some ridiculous images on there. Yeah, he actually does some crazy stuff. Holy crap! Why is this one with him with like electricity and everything, like a and like a bubble helmet? Yeah, I don't know. No props to him though. Yeah, he actually. David Blaine kind of looks like the new Chris Angel. A little bit, yeah. They kind of look the same. Maybe, maybe like, that's. Maybe it was David Blaine inspired Chris Angel's new look. Maybe Chris Angel realized that he fell off kind of after A and E didn't re-pick up Mind Freak. Yeah, that show's been off for a while. Yeah, it's a, I don't I think it's over now. But he probably thought, damn, I need to be awesome again. And you know, David Blaine's a good looking guy and he does some stunts. I might as well hop on the wave. But at the same time, with Chris Angel's new look, when you go to his Wikipedia, I like the beanie look. The skull cap. Oh, yeah. Chris Angel with a hint of Guy Fieri in there. Yeah, he's the, got the, the, the bleached hair. <laughs> nice. Not bad. Chris yeah. Angel, kudos. I, I used to watch the, the Mind Freak show. Back when it was on. It was a decent show. And then in 2010. 2010, huh? I'm surprised it lasted. When did it start? Five. So that's six. 2005. So that's six. Technically, six years of programming. I'm surprised he could think of six years of magic to do. Yeah. Well, a lot of the tricks were the same, too. Did a lot of levitation, a lot of walking on water and such kind of awesome. Yeah. Well, well it's not I, that hard to think of tricks when you know, it's you. Yeah. Also, it's your job. I feel, well, I don't know. See, I thought for the longest time that illusion and magic was the same. I didn't know that illusion was like already fake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all. It's all like that is like the point. It's a trick. Yeah. Mind freak, you know, like get the whole puns now. Yeah. But at the time being, I didn't get it. So I saw this, this episode where he levitated on a sprinkler. 
He went to like this girl's house. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. knocked on his door and he grabbed him like 20 feet <laughs> on the water pressure of a sprinkler. And he just looked ridiculous. He's like flexing and like pulsating <laughs> and like a beanie. He's just levitating. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I'm more into that kind of magic than like card tricks. Not a, not a big fan. I don't like you don't like cards in general, as you said. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Never been into like card games or anything. Like they're okay sometimes. There's a couple I can play, but I played Uno for the first time like two years ago. The first time two years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I never played it before. I huh. think is Apples to Apples a card game? Or does that not really count? I don't really know. Isn't that a board game? Oh. Or is that a card game? Board games I'm I'm pro board game. I like board games a lot. Po eh, yeah, card games not so much. I don't know. What's a good card game though? Good card game? Uh, that I like? Damn, I don't even know. I know that, like, Go Fish is just way too simple. Oh, yeah. That's just not good. Gold, go, or is it Goldfish? I think Goldfish. Or is it Go, go Fish? I don't go, go Fish. Fish. Yeah. I think I call it Goldfish. I used to play Remy. I don't even know what that is. Remy. Rummy, Rummy, Rummy. I don't, I have no idea. I played that, that a long time ago. I don't know how to play it now. See, I would like to play poker. Yeah. I guess. But I feel like there's way too much. Yeah, I, I just have to really sit down and learn, but... But still, the same, like, I feel like when I'm going through channels and I see something on like ESPN or something and it says World Series of Poker, yeah, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's kind of just like, why? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of cool because like, it doesn't really get attention, but at the same time, it's like, oh, it's just cards. I just wonder why that's on ESPN. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a sport? I guess you could consider it a sport. More of a mental sport. Hmm. See, I don't know if I can... Oh, is that a sport, really? I don't know. See, now that gets into the topic of when people say, oh, is cheerleading a sport? I think that cheerleading is a sport. I'd, I'd say it is. You know, if you have to do backflips and shit, then that requires some level of athleticism. Yeah, I, I think it does, too. I think that, like, real competitive cheerleading is probably a sport. Yeah. I don't know what... Yeah. It depends on what your definition of a sport really is. See, you now when you use something like, I don't know who this is, maybe it's Merriam-Webster. I don't know who's the dictionary on this, but an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team compete against others so, for entertainment. So there's a lot of stuff you could consider a sport then. Yeah. Like almost anything. Yeah, you could make something a sport. If you literally compete at something, it's a sport. Yeah. Like, I mean, that makes sense. That that was my definition of a sport anyways. Competitive food eating, which we already have. We have the, the hot dog eating contest every 4th of July. And that does require physical exertion oh, to sure. some extent. You're dropping like 71 hot dogs in your mouth like yeah, five minutes or like something like that. Like sweating profusely. <laughs> so gross. How do you eat 71 hot dogs? I don't know. You know how they train for that? No. They eat lettuce. What? Yeah, because uh, it's mostly water. So right. they can just like pound it down and they train that, or they do that to train their stomachs to hold a lot. So then they can just pound down hot dogs. 71, I think is the record from Joey Chestnut or something. Yeah. Whatever the number is. I know it's above 60. Which is ridiculous. I, okay, if you gave me five minutes, whatever time it is, let's say it's five minutes, I think I could eat three hot dogs. In five minutes? Yeah. I could do that, but I'd feel horrible after. I think I could eat three, though. I'm saying, like, if I'm maxing out, yeah. I think I could eat three without, like, throwing up. I could probably... Two I know I can do. That's not hard. 
Three, I feel like I'd start be pushing myself. Maybe I can start down a fourth one, but that would not be even enjoyable at that point. I wouldn't be tasting any. I wouldn't be really eating. Yeah. I'd just be kind of. It know. makes makes me wonder the the Scooby Dooby Ruby Tuesday challenge, uh, where you have to go to Ruby Tuesday and eat <laughs> what is it, a two foot long hot dog? Is it? Two foot long hot dogs. Oh, two, is it two separate foot-long hot dogs or one two-foot-long hot dog? <laughs> I think... Alright, you know what? Ruby Tuesdays... I have a proposition. This could be Doobie Ruby Tuesday challenge. It's a great idea. Think about it. It's rolls off the tongue really awesome. It's Ruby Tuesday in the name. It's Scooby Dooby Ruby Tuesday challenge. All good food places have challenges. Think about it. Buffalo Wild Wings. Eat the hot sauce. You get a shirt. Blah blah blah. Eat it. Go to this place. Eat a burger. Go to that place. Do whatever. Yeah. Hot dogs. I feel like Ruby Tuesdays has hot dogs. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I think they do. I don't know, like chicken tenders or something like that. Whatever. Basic, you know, classic American meal. I'm not a Ruby Tuesday guy. I don't know the last time I went. I was probably really young. But regardless, that's not the point. Propose the Scooby Dooby Ruby Tuesday challenge. I'll get to the Scooby Doo part after. Two hot dogs, foot long dogs. That's definitely so. It is two separate dogs. Two separate. Yeah. Okay. Foot All right. Foot long dog is big. You ever seen a foot long dog in person? Have you? Yeah, isn't a Fenway Frank? Fenway Frank's not a foot long. Thought it was. Is it? No, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, probably not. No, it's definitely not. With, with how expensive they are, they should be a foot it's like long. Eight dollars for a hot dog when I went. Anyway. I, mm, no, it's definitely not a foot long because I know when I go to Provincetown at the Cape, uh, near the boardwalk, they have a foot long dog. Oh, yeah, okay, so maybe they're not. And that's pretty. Okay, regardless, though. So, yeah. two foot long dogs. Two foot long dogs. That's and a lot of dog. That's a lot of dog. Right, what's the average hot dog length? Uh, maybe six inches? Hold on, let me, let me look this up. Real yeah, quick. look that up. I'll Con- talk a continue little bit. Continue on. Alright, but anyway, Ruby Tuesday, think about this promotional idea. Alright. They eat the dog, which I don't know many customers who are going to be able to eat the two dogs. Wow, so uh, an average oh. hot dog length is actually six inches. I was right. There wow. you go. So. so that's four hot dogs. So think about that. Four hot dogs then. Do that. Whatever you want to do. Four hot dogs. Give them a time limit. That's already going to be a big enough challenge. Then to add to the Scooby Doobie part for a little fun, have them recite an episode or a dialogue from Scooby Doo. Because I don't know many people that know Scooby Dooby Doo off top. Yeah. They do that. It's then, the classic, right? The the '60s Scooby Doo. Yes, the yes the original, the Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Shout out to that show. Great show. Anyway, do that. Then uh, you can reimburse the victor with. All right, I was thinking rubies, but rubies might be a little hard to come by these days. <laughs> so maybe just give them a little reimbursement, some money. Maybe yeah. a free shirt. I completed the Scooby Dooby Ruby Tuesday challenge, and I give them like free food for like a year. Yeah, that that sounds very fair. That's a hard challenge. Four hot dogs in a time constraint of their choice. Yeah. yeah. I, if I someone's actually willing to and to, recite the episode. Yeah, if someone's actually willing to do that, then there definitely should be a prize involved. No, I don't know how much I feel like. What do you think is harder? Eating like a massive burger or a steak? Or doing like a plate of like the hottest wings at a restaurant. What do you think is a harder challenge to do? Uh, probably. Like, alright. For example, Lux Burger in Springfield. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is. I think it's it's over a pound. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's over 16 ounces. It's a yeah. burger. It's huge. I don't. But it's with the bun and all that. Yeah. I don't know if you need the fries too. 
But I do know the burger has to be completed, and then you get a free whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think maybe the burger would probably be a bit harder, because, I mean, if you're eating wings, then you just have to deal with the discomfort of the heat in your mouth. Right. But if you're trying to, you know, slam down a burger and you're not feeling it, then that's just going to be really difficult. You think eating on a full stomach is harder than eating in discomfort? Definitely. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Because yeah, if you're eating the hot wings, then you're probably not going to feel sick. But if you're, you're trying to smack down a burger... I don't know. I feel like it's really hot, though. I'm not... Like, I like a little spice. But... Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, there comes a difference. Because when you're getting into wings like that... Like, the show Hot Ones. Yeah. I was thinking about that because you were talking about it a little while ago. I watched an episode last night. Hot Ones, though, you know, like, gradually increase with the level of intensity with heat. Um... What's the point in that? I understand, you know, I want some kick. I, that's good, I'm all yeah. for that. But why do they have sauce that's just, like, not bearable? Uh, I don't know. I think because some people like to eat the hottest sauce they possibly can. Just for, like, bragging rights? I guess so, which I don't really... I, don't, I, I just, ate the don't. triple dog dare. Is that cool? I don't know. I guess to some people that is. Well, I'm thinking maybe... I don't know. Yeah, no, I could see the whole entire argument though. When we go back to looking at crying and eating. Yeah. Not being a good combo. Yeah, not really. Yeah, maybe so. I don't really know. I think though, Scooby Dooby Ruby Tuesday Challenge, you guys want to run with it? Run with it. Definitely, yeah. I think also a good idea I had a while ago though. I think you already know, a bunch of people already know. Barnes and Noble, listen up right now. I have an idea, and it's a good one. You guys know Apple. You guys know the, the iPad. iPad Mini. What's up with nanotechnology? Or not nanotechnology? What am I saying? What's up with technology? Yeah. Loving mini things. No, yeah. I don't understand why there's so many different kinds of iPads. The iPad One. There's an two, iPad Two. Air. Yep. The iPad Air. The iPad Mini. Pro. The iPad Pro. Uh, what's the difference? I don't know. I think some of them are sleeker in design. I guess. I don't know. Like, at this point, what's the, the purpose of having an iPad? Yeah, I don't know. What's the point of having a tablet? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not big into tablets. Well, anyway, before, we can go there. But I'm just thinking, uh, to go along with the idea I proposed, I'm not a big book uh, ebook guy. As yeah. you even see on the table right here, I'm mid book right now. Yeah. But I'm not a big ebook guy. I'm definitely more a physical book. But for those who are ebook, Barnes and Noble, do you guys have the Nook? Good idea. A lot of people like it. Well, let's hop on the. I saw how you guys got a smaller Nook. Okay, I get it. Smaller Nook. Well, what about my idea? The cranny. The nook and the cranny. Nooks and crannies. It, they fit together. It's good marketing. What would the cranny be? Just a tinier nook. Just an even smaller nook? <laughs> well, the nook is already kind of small. Would it be smaller than the mini nook? The, the new smaller version? Or would it be slightly larger? I think my idea would be... For, if we were to send it to like a background designer, the nook would have... Whatever storage it has, whatever size, default, physical characteristics. The cranny would be, you know, 
smaller, but maybe with a little bit more storage. Yeah. Why not? Maybe get put a little few colorways on it. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. See the nook and the cranny. I don't. I know it's not really book related, but fits right with the nook. It's a good marketing strategy. It is for a good sure. strategy. And they yeah. Drop the nook two. Where they drop the nook two? The u nook. Like what is it? The tiny nook. It doesn't matter know. what it is. It's just like. I feel like I'm. I would be more likely to buy the cranny because it's kind of funny. Yeah. Than the nook two or the little nook. I the feel that. Nook mini. Yeah. I mean, I got my iPhone six plus, six S plus, just because I kind of thought that the plus was a little ridiculous. I thought it was a little extra. It was a little big, you know. So I got awesome. it because I thought it was funny. But you know, now I'm really I'm used to it, and this is how big a phone should be. Oh, for sure. I was actually thinking that today earlier. I was looking at other people's phones, I was like, wow, it's really tiny. Yeah, anybody with a Plus who goes back and tries to use like an iPhone 5 or something, it like feels like a toy phone. It, it doesn't does, feel real. It does feel like a toy phone. It's kind of awesome because I remember getting the phone and then like later in the night, laying in my bed on my side, trying to type, and I couldn't reach my thumb quite across the screen. And I was like, wow, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. Now, I know that's the way a phone should be. You shouldn't be able just to pop it. Exactly. Spam a bunch of buttons all over it. Yeah, I mean, they tried to make cell phones smaller and smaller, and now I think they're, they're making them big again, you know? That's the that's the wave. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay well, with that. What about the Juke? The that's Juke? A, that's, that's a phone that's oh, often the made juke? fun of. No, that phone was awesome. Oh, I didn't have it. I always wanted it, though. I had a friend who had that phone. It was great. It's like the little ones. Like, it's like the Razor one. It like, flips. Yeah, it flips like open like a switchblade. <laughs> yeah, and then it it's just like this long, like... I just not like a it, phone, though. It looks like a wafer, almost. That's it does. A wafer kind of shape. Does that even have a dial on it? So like rotate, like turn? Yeah, it has a... Yeah, kind of like a circular dial in the middle. That's so weird. That yeah. That's an odd phone design. Yeah, I remember my first phone, actually. I got my first phone in, like, fourth grade. Third or fourth grade. <sighs> it was a flip phone, and my ringtone was Fred from YouTube. Oh, it was my great. God. Fred Figglehorn. Yeah, I also... I was like, hey, it's Fred. I also had a Fred t-shirt. Oh, I always wanted one. Yeah, I went to Hot Topic with my dad oh. and got a Fred t-shirt, <laughs> and I thought it was the sickest thing ever. Could you imagine now... Going to the mall with your dad and then going into Hot Topic with him? At this point, no. Imagine that now, how awkward of an experience that would be. Not because you're with your dad, but just because it's with your dad in Hot Topic. Yeah. I kind of want to bring the Fred shirt back. <coughs> I don't know. I'm going to see if I can find one online. Speaking of things that you can find online that aren't for sale uh, retail anymore, the original iPhone goes for like 12 grand. No, it does not. Factory sealed. Really? Yeah. They still have a factory sealed iPhone though? Yeah, I mean, the cheapest you can probably get it for is like 300 but the, the factory sealed limited edition ones are like 12 grand. 12 grand? Yep. Holy lord. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, okay. I'm on eBay. First generation iPhone. 16 gigs rare. This person's asking, or it's trending at 5400 5, $5, Yeah. $5,400. It's a lot. Who has $5,400 in their PayPal account? I don't know. Some people, I guess. Big buyers on eBay. Holy... There's a whole, like, depth to eBay I don't know about. Yeah, I, I have not 
had any experience with eBay whatsoever. Five thousand bucks. I feel like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I don't feel. I know it's ridiculous because what are you gonna do with an old junky phone? The iPhone's cool. Like, if you're, if I'm thinking back to when I got my first phone, I personally would have never conceived the iPhone. Yeah. I wasn't even considering an iPhone. Yeah. As I an mean, invention. Yeah. I. I mean, I. I didn't get a smartphone until, what, like seventh grade. Up until then, I just had slide phones. That's what I'm saying. Like. Um, got my phone in fifth grade. It was an LG Cosmos Ooh. slide version, the QWERTY keyboard. I was yeah. balling with it. But I remember thinking into the future, like, wow, when I'm a teenager, kind of like relevant to the time, I'll have like the ki- the sidekick. Yeah. That phone that like really like rapidly kicks <laughs> up and like people are like having like rapid fire on it. Yeah. And it could connect to the internet. But no one really did ever connect to the internet because they didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. Because like you'd like hit the button and it would load up the first screen and be like, oh, you're like, playing. shit, I gotta get yeah. out. My dad's gonna have to pay for that. Correct. <laughs> I remember always doing that. And I remember every day I would take my mom's phone or my phone and I would purposely just dial up the internet. <laughs> and right before the screen would like be like, oh, like you have to pay. Yeah. I'd, be like, I'd always like, spam the cancel button because I was like, oh, that was dope. I was on the internet. <laughs> Little did I realize I had a freaking desktop upstairs. Yeah. Because I, I wonder how the internet was on a phone back then. That must have been really bad. Probably pretty horrible. Because it took forever just to load that up. Yeah, I don't think I got, like, half decent until the BlackBerry. The BlackBerry was kind of cool. My dad had a BlackBerry, actually. BBM was kind of cool. I remember when I was in sixth grade at Lake Compounds, I saw some guy on BBM. Yeah. Blackberry Messenger, some some fellow in front of me on the Boulder Dash was on BBM Mid-Ride. Oh. And I was like, "What? You, wow, that's actually awesome. I wish I had that because I was just stuck with the freaking Cosmos. Yeah. So then I kind of got self-conscious about my phone. Now, I thought I was nice with the slide phone. I feel like there was a certain aesthetic to that. I, was... I feel like you could kick back a classic. Let's, let's, let's get inside my brain and rewind to yeah. 12-year-old me. This was like 2009. You got the shorts. I don't think my shorts were above my knee at this time. No, mine definitely were early. not. I had the basketball shorts that Past went down to my knee. shin. Yeah, definitely basketball shorts, Nike socks, like basketball shoes. Mind you, didn't play basketball. Yep, yeah, me neither. T-shirt, either. like backwards, like like fitted hat. I'd like sit back against the wall and like go on my phone or you pretend to text on it. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, that's really stupid in retrospect. But anyway, I was thinking like I would never conceive the iPhone when I was in eighth grade. I got the iPhone 4S. I don't even think I knew what an iPhone was. Maybe I did. When did the iPhone 1 come out, though? Was that like fourth That was grade 2007. Class? Wow. So maybe like second grade? No! Yeah. That long ago? Oh, yeah. No, third grade, maybe. Third, third, for sure. I don't really remember. I get the years mixed up. Yeah, that would be third grade for us. Yeah. See, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Third grade, the iPhone 1. I didn't know the iPhone 1 was real. Yeah. I didn't know there was an iPhone in fifth grade, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I did. That would be the iPhone what? 3GS? 3G and the 3GS. Where was the iPhone 2? The iPhone 2 is the... 3. Well, it's... No. So the iPhone 1, the first iPhone... Oh, annoying. ...is called the iPhone 2G. That's annoying! Yeah. So you just dropped the iPhone 2? Well, it's the 2G, because that's that was the service. Oh. So it went from 2G to 4G. Well, 2G, 3G, 3G and then 4G. And LTE. Yeah. Which they don't advertise anymore. Wait, what? LTE isn't 4G? No. I thought it was. Because sometimes on your phone you have... Oh, is it? I thought it was 4G LTE. That's the same thing? It's like unison? I think so. Oh. 
Whatever. See, that's how much I know about phones. Yeah. I don't know. See, that's why I'm saying, like, I didn't know. I don't know, man. I just thought, like, that's kind of crazy. This, you have an iPhone now. Everyone has the iPhone. I don't know. I don't know a lot of people that don't have iPhones. Pretty much everyone has one. People that don't have iPhones purposely pick Androids for whatever reason. Yeah. You users, you Android users. Can you even use SoundCloud with an Android? <laughs> I don't know if you can. I don't think you can. Anyway, regardless of that, it would be rather obsolete if you didn't have a smartphone in this generation. But the thing is, if you have an iPhone, you don't need a tablet. Yeah. I, dude, I understand computers, laptops, desktops. 100% that makes sense. It's good. Tablet, though? It's a little bit bigger than an iPhone. I feel like the only people that really use iPads are like 12-year-old kids. Who don't have a phone yet? Yeah. Yeah, that so, sounds about right. So they just use their email on their iPad to message people. What about the iPad? See, but if now that's where it goes back. If you use the iPad mini and you have like the 6S Plus... I don't even think they're close in size. I think the so? iPad mini is still quite a bit bigger. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I don't really know a lot about it. Yeah. We you know what's really annoying as opposed to the iPad mini? What? The Kindle Fire. Kindle Fire? My mom has one. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the point? That takes away the whole entire point of the Kindle. The Kindle was originally for phones. Yeah. Or not for phones. For books. Alright, yeah, but um, Kindle, whatever I was just saying. I had to take a little break. Uh, Kindle, what are you for books? Why are we dropping the Kindle Fire? I feel like that takes away the point of the Kindle. They have to compete with Apple. True. Yeah. But what dropped first, the Kindle or the Nook? Yeah, I think it was the Nook. Really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. See, I feel like the Kindle doesn't need... Ah, oh, crap. See, the oh. Kindle really put itself in an awkward situation. Yeah. Because the Kindle is not a Nook. Which is clearly marketed towards the avid book reader strictly. So wait, the Kindle and the Nook were at one point pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, but Kindle was originally not for apps and games and music and internet. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. So Nooks are really kind of lame. <sighs> when you think about it, they're really lame. Well, they're just books. Well, yeah. E-book. That's the thing. What's the point? True. That's uh, really lame. Like, I've seen people with nooks in school. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, it's just lame. I don't... I feel like... See, the thing is more so that, uh... The nook... I don't know. Like, the nook, it, it really... It had a good start. Barnes & Noble, you know, kudos for thinking, you know what, we're on the turn of a generation right now. We need electronic everything. I get that. Yeah. But the, then the iPad, I don't know. I don't know the chronology of when things were dropping, but the Kindle really was put in a terrible spot. Yeah, yeah, I think you, so too. Because what are you going to do? You're gonna, are you going to compete with the guy that already has an established... Oh, let's say, for, this, for the sake of argument, the Kindle came out after the Nook. The Kindle, what are you going to do? You're going to compete with someone who's already established... Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, that's what people do, and then they just but added about, games but and see, shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, they added the games, and then. But then the iPad drops, and the iPad is all games plus iBooks. Who uses iBook on the iPhone? Yeah, I, I have the book app. You know, I was talking trash about the podcast app earlier. Now I'm dropping a podcast. <laughs> I don't want to see myself using the book app later. Yeah, there's a lot of useless apps on the iPhone. Well, yeah. There's the bookstore, there's wallet. Bookstore is different from the book app? 
I thought they were the same thing. Honestly, maybe so. I feel like I deleted apps off my phone. I don't even know. One app that I think is completely underrated is the I Compass. Have you actually used that before? No. Oh. But if you really needed it, it's right there. It actually is kind of an awesome app. Yeah. Because as I sit here, you know, like, rotating in this chair, it works great. Oh, it has your location and everything and the elevation? Yeah. Whoa! You see, if you ever needed that, it's right there. It's perfect. That's perfect! Whoa. That is nice. Yeah, my favorite app probably, though, would be Tips. That is the worst app. Or Find Friends. Find Friends? That's sick. Come on. Let's be I, real. You know what actually is an underrated app, though, that I used to use for a little bit? What? Health. Health? Oh, if, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to be a Fitbit user, if you're not Team Fitbit, then okay, fine, I get it. Use the health app. Yeah. It's cool. But that's yet, oh my gosh, look at all these connections. So we're talking about Nook, Kindle, iPad. Now, this kind of connects with competition on the whole thing, but Fitbit, Apple Watch, smartwatch. That's something I want to talk about. Smartwatches are, I'm not pro smartwatch. I think that's a dumb idea. I'm not pro smartwatch, but I'm pro Apple Watch. Really? Just because Apple Watches are kind of sick. Huh. Okay, I can see that. I feel like just Apple kind of is like the Nike of technology brands. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I feel like there's a lot of good stuff about it. Yeah. I don't know, the Apple Watch is cool, I guess. I understand why people would want a smartwatch. Yeah. But what's so, like, I don't, I don't really well, I think the reason I'd want an Apple Watch over any other smartwatch is because I have an iPhone. Right, the compatibility then, yeah. aspect. True. But my, I, who's using the Apple Watch the way they advertised it? I don't know. No. How was it advertised? It was advertised, I remember like the first thing the commercial started with, like ringing, ringing. Hello? Oh, yeah, uh, I've never seen Yeah, I've never talk. seen anyone talk into their smartwatch or Apple Watch. I've seen people read sync texts and read yeah. it, and then some people use the health part. No one uses it for music. I've never seen that feature. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What can you get? Can you get a podcast on your Apple Watch? I've also never seen a podcast on an Apple Watch before, guys. Honestly, not. I love the podcast. I think it's revolutionary. Good idea, podcast. Shout out, podcast. And shout out The Bite if you're still listening. Well, I met one person so far that's listened to podcasts other than myself. Who's Recently. that? Tim Chicatelli. Tim Chicatelli, huh? He's like, oh yeah, I listened to a few. He had like 12 notifications on the podcast app. I was like, oh, that's kind of odd. Why do you have that? He's like, oh, I listen to podcasts pretty frequently. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I but, can see him watching or listening to podcasts. See, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, what's the point of the Apple Watch if you're not really making anything simpler? Okay, it's, a, it's an accessory to the iPhone. But do you need, like, that little brother to the iPhone? Do I really need that? No, you don't need no, the one, Kindle no one really needs it. No. All right, let's say, let's say, okay, let's not say you need an iPhone even, but let's just say, like, should we even want that is really what I'm trying to get at. Should we, as a market, really want a smartwatch? No. We shouldn't. No, but... We do. Of course. See, that's just ridiculous. That's just I how the world that. works. Smartwatches, though, if I'm, making a, if I'm making a scoreboard or a bracket smartwatch, you beat smart glasses. The day smart glasses is a thing, I'm, I'm really sad. That should not be a thing. I'm not, yeah. I don't see smart glasses taking off. You know, Google Glass, cool idea, I guess. Yeah. 
I remember it was like 2012, but like by the end of this year, everyone will have Google Glass. Yeah, and that never happened. I never met one person casually that owned and or tried Google Glass. Yeah, it was kind of, I don't know, it was an okay idea. It's kind of like the flying car. Like it's this big idea, but it never really takes off. Google Glass actually made it to a market at one point. Was it, ever, like, was it actually even purchasable? I think it was just a prototype. So it was never bought? No. Oh, that would probably explain why no one had it. Yeah, but I mean, I'd never met anyone who had even demoed it or anything. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't, the flying car, though, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, when's that going to happen? You know, right. People have been saying that was the future since, like, the 50s. I remember those books that were like Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. In like middle school. I remember seeing those and I would always rent them out from the library and I'd be like, oh yeah, Ripley's. It's all pictures. Yeah. And the teacher would be like, you need a book! And I'd be like, oh my god. So I'd grab Ripley's classic. Yeah. From Guinness World Record. Anyway, grab the book. I remember there being things written like, oh yeah, flying car. It's like, oh, it's a record. It's, or believe it or not, it's priced at blank. Or believe it or not, it flies or hovers or. Whatever. All right, where is it? Yeah. I was like two thousand. I was in middle school in like what, two thousand ten. Yeah. Okay. Two thousand seventeen, guys. Where's the flying car? Seventeen. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. That's been one of the biggest ideas of all time. One of the biggest science fiction kind of ideas, and it's just never become a thing. You know, I was thinking though, that kind of tags along to that. It piggybacks along to the ideas. What are we going to do if, let's say, for the sake of, you know, argument, cars are not a thing anymore. People use, let's say, a flying car. Yeah. Or whatever. Do we just abandon the roads? The roads just decay? All the streets? All the highways? What do we do? Yeah, I mean, that? guess use it for, uh, maybe strip down a lot of the major highways, but instead use the roads for bikes. You think that happen? You think maybe. that people would actually do that? I don't know, maybe. I thought we'd keep sidewalks. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know, we'd just make one big... The whole world would be different though. See, where would we fly the cars? How could we ever monitor a flying car? Maybe that's probably the biggest issue why it's never put in development. Exactly, because where to fly it, there's no, no uh, there's air ways roads. To, there's ways to... <laughs> No, right, there's no air road. There's no road in the air, like Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. Well, there's just, they haven't developed a system. You can never do it because there's, oh, that would just be ridiculous. Think about how many accidents there would be flying cars. Yeah. How are you ever going to do that? Would planes be obsolete would, if like, they were at flying cars? Oh, wow. No. Ah, no. wait, maybe. I don't know. Is that a question or is that rhetorical? It's a question. You guys want me to answer that? Yeah, wait, well, oh. what do you think? No. Planes would still be a thing. Yeah, so flying cars would just fly lower than the planes. Yeah, and there's still car speed. That's true. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think it would be jet speed. I don't feel like you're ripping at 500 miles per That's hour. That's true, yeah. I feel like I'd just be clocking at like 45 down the sky, which is kind of awesome. See, my, I'm kind of curious, though, like, all right, let's say it's a school morning. You know, there's 30-plus thousand people that live in this town or city. 
everyone's going to work, people are going to school, people got stuff to do. Yeah. That would just be way too much. Think about Route 20 or Riverdale Road. Yeah. That's just not going to work. No. no. Who's going to be the person to halt their direction of traffic and let people go through the other way? Yeah, that's true. That's not going to happen. Well, they'd have to develop floating traffic lights. Oh, my God. They need to have floating, like, uh, police cars, too. Yeah. Floating ambulance. Oh, whoa. What if someone got an accident up in the sky? Would that's the car true. just crash? Yeah. Out of the ground? If you need to get out of your car, then you're just, you know, you're falling. Unless they somehow develop, I don't, I don't even know. See, it's this just... is exactly why it's not taking off. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because the car that we know and love today is just such a, a, a perfect invention. There's just no need to make them fly. There is no need to make them fly. That would just be fulfilling a dream to make everything more difficult. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, I truly do think that as awesome to the science fiction community and just to be like, yeah, humans, we did that. Yeah. It's cool, but it's kind of ridiculous. I was reading something online actually a while ago. It was talking about like, this is years ago. It was talking about inventions or predictions from the past that they thought would be implemented already. And I guess a long time ago, they also thought that, uh, Singular, like, self-person helicopters would be flown as opposed to a car and or a, a, I don't know what else, a bike. Actually, I don't even know if they would consider bikes to be obsolete. I think it was just more so cars. But it was really just about, you know, it was like the, the image that was uh, depicted also was like a person and they were like having their feet out. And it was like this, this like lever in yeah. between like their crotch. And they're just cranking it. <laughs> and the helicopter was just taking off it. Everyone had a helipad on the roof of their house. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit unnecessary. Too, that's way too much. Yeah. I mean, and if we have planes already, then I, I don't think there's even a need for flying cars. You know? I mean, we already have flying contraptions, so... Why bother making cars fly, you know? Nah, I'm good. I, I hear you all the way through. In my opinion, you know, as a whole, let's just say for the future, would I like to see some cool stuff happen with, you know, new means of transportation? Sure, why not? Flying car? Uh, I'm honestly, if we're, if we're tallying up yes or no, it's a no for me. I don't want the flying car. No, no, there's a... Many other things that would take priority over the flying car. Now, you know what would be sick? What? A flying bike. A flying dirt bike. A flying bike. dirt bike would be kind of cool. Or a flying jet bike. ski. That would be cool. Ah, I feel like that would be kind of scary. No, you know what I want to see in the future? I want to see teleportation. <laughs> For sure. Time travel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh... Flying. Maybe flying shoes. So, like, you could levitate? Like, Chris yeah. Angel? Yeah. But actually fly. Yeah. So it would be a trick. It'd be real. Yeah. Well, I say teleportation. Like you just said, flying time travel. There's plenty of other things that we could talk about that would be all be good. But I think uh, right now, that's a great way to start off our first pilot. If you guys have made it this far, repost, like it, share it, whatever you're doing. 
That was the bite. We'll be back next week, and we'll pick up where we left off talking about what we want to see for the future, including those powers or whatever it is. Yeah. We, we might go astray. doesn't matter, but that's how it is. Guys, thanks for listening. I'm Dean. I'm Craig. And this was the bite. Yeah.